0: What is going on Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Cabrera, the and coach here. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to take the yuck out of self-promotion. We have to promote ourselves. We have to talk about our services. We have to talk about our offers. It's something you got to do to accelerate and grow the business. But people feel a little off by talking about themselves, talking about their offers. And it's something we have to learn how to cope with because Talking about your offers is a vital part to business success. So our guest who joins us in this episode, she is the award-winning author of the Yoga for the Brain series. She is the founder of the Subtle Energy Center and the San Diego Holistic Chamber of Commerce. She is also an entrepreneur, marketing consultant, and author coach. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Christina Smith. Christina, welcome to the show.
1: Woohoo! Well, thank you, Mark. Thanks for your wonderful introduction and thank you for inviting me to your show. I really appreciate it.
0: Christina, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And when we talk about taking the yuck out of self promotion, this resistance to talking about ourselves and about our offers to others, where is the best place to start with that? Is it becoming more confident in the offer? Is it mindset stuff? Like, where do we start on this journey to getting the yuck out of self-promotion?
1: Well, you know, like with so many things in life, it depends. It depends on your own personality and your background and all the things that you've gone, gone through. For some people, it's adjusting the offer. But for most people, it's realizing that self-promotion is not about being an egomaniac. Mm. We've so been taught that if we say anything about ourselves, then we are being very egotistical and that's a no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, I do feel like when people talk about like, uh, people know that they talk about them because we've all been around the egomaniac and any type of resemblance kind of makes us feel like we're shedding an ego, which isn't what we're doing In most cases, when we are talking about our products and services, and how can we separate? Because some people like they do promote themselves in a very ego-based way. How do we separate between the self-promotion that is well-intentioned and meaningful and gets the point across versus the self-promotion or just the overall banter that has more of an ego attached to it?
1: Great question, Mark. And I'm really glad you asked it. And Here's a lot of it is, first of all, mindset and how you feel about yourself, which is something that we we'll, we can talk about a little bit later. But a lot of it is actually you can be saying the same things in two different ways. Like you can say, well, I really helped this person do that. Or you can say, well, you know, I helped this person do that and they got these results. One of them is just the facts and the one of them is I am super great. And it's all the same words, but it's just how you say them. And how you say them is how you think about them. Mm.
0: And I love the focus on how you bring up the stories, how you bring up your personal success in a way of like, here's what I can teach versus here's how awesome I am. And just being able to distinguish between those two can really help anyone on that journey to self-promotion without getting this yucky feeling. Now, there are some people who they feel guilty about charging a high price tag or even a medium price tag. Like they feel the need to underprice themselves to justify the actual act of self promotion. I'm wondering how does price factor into it? How can we, like, there is this idea where you underprice yourself to feel super confident, but then you leave a lot of money on the table. Where do we find that middle ground?
1: Well, here's here's my philosophy, and over my years as an entrepreneur, I started off thinking a discount would be a great idea, but it really isn't, because then you're cheap. And if you you know, if you if you feel like you're giving a cheap price or if you're giving yourself away, then at some level you feel like you're undervaluing yourself, which for a lot of people can be undermining your self-confidence. So here's kind of my philosophy as either I charge the price that I think I'm worth or I give myself the option to give it away or partially charge the value and do some trade, you know, some money, some trade. However, being cheap hasn't ever worked for me.
0: Hmm. And I mean, I definitely agree. Like if you go really low on price, you underprice yourself. Like sure. Statistically speaking, more people are going to buy because you're lowering that barrier to entry. But What's that going to do for your confidence? What's that going to do for your psyche? And those are just as important questions like how is this going to affect your psyche versus how are people going to see you? Like a high-priced product, not everybody is going to buy that. There are going to be some people who walk away and think it's way too expensive, but that's just the type of standard you create with a high-priced product. You're not going to get everybody to buy a high-priced product or even a low-priced product as well. Uh, Now, one of the things that people aren't sure about, and this is why I feel like uh, we could get this like ego thought, is when it comes to self promotion. Like someone who like doesn't know us, like we've done so many awesome things and they don't know, and we gotta throw all this stuff at them. Um, How do we figure out which pieces of the self promotion to focus on, rather than giving them the whole story?
1: Let me just take a step back and add something to what you said in response to the other question. If you want to give a low price, what I would look at it as is it's a limited time offer. It's a super deal for the people. Like if you want to add a limited time, you know, take advantage of this within the next 72 hours, then that's not undervaluing yourself. That's, that becomes something entirely different. It becomes a gift that turns into a lead magnet, right? So, you know, it has a dual purpose. So I I just wanted to take that from there. The next question that you asked was, could you please repeat it?
0: Uh, Just this idea where we've got so many awesome things that have happened to us in our lives. How do we pick the few instead of giving them the whole book?
1: Think about what people have responded to. I mean, if if you have, like I have, I have nine books out. And you have tons of products out too. Which one do you pick? Which video do you give? Well, go with the ones that that have the most value to people. Which ones have been watched the most? Which ones have the most reviews on Amazon? Give away your most popular ones because they're they're a a product that, that keeps on giving. If you don't have a lot of products and you're just kind of starting out in the game, then find something that you really like. I, you know, I've created little books, and I bet you have too, that, that I give away, you know, five brain-boosting life hacks you can do in less than five minutes. Make something that makes you feel good to give it away. And go, you have to go with what works for you because one size does not fit all in, in any way in your self-promotion.
0: And I really like how Christine is saying, look at all of your assets. Like you're not like, I can't rattle off all of my book names in a conversation without like boring the person. And if you've got multiple books, you're on the same boat. Uh, so just pick the ones that cater most to that conversation. Like if I'm at podcast movement or PodFest, fest, I'm going to lead my book podcast domination. If I'm at something like a vid fest, I'm going to lean towards my book, YouTube decoded. So part of it's also based on where you are in that time. And there are some like, tips, tricks that some people recommend, uh, like writing down your script of what you want to say. Other people say, rehearse in front of a mirror, something I've personally never done, but I've certainly heard that's a strategy. Do you have any uh, strategies you recommend for people who are on that journey to taking the yuck out of self-promotion?
1: Well first of all one of the big parts about promoting yourself is listening to other people. And you really brought that up Mark in talking about which one which book to give away. So be really conscious of your audience. Number 2 is I I personally like when I'm thinking about videos or my Zoom presence if I'm presenting anywhere and I want to test something out one of the things I recommend to a number of my clients and have done it myself plenty of times is to go onto your Zoom account record yourself, download the recording and watch it and see what you think. It'll give you a lot of ideas as to what you like and what you don't like, and it will get you accustomed to seeing yourself on screen, which is really important. Another thing I would suggest is to go beyond the elevator pitch and what you are, you're talking about. I like to teach clients and folks how to, um, like I said, go beyond the elevator and really, have a pitch that, that uh, demands an answer. Uh, if someone is interested, then they can find out more. But you intrigue someone with a pitch rather than telling them quickly. And you know, in 15 seconds, you just go blah, 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 in three sentences. And then you're done. And they go, OK. And it doesn't beg a question. What you want to do in your elevator pitch is to beg a question. Can I give you an, I'll, can give you an example? here Here's my elevator pitch so so what do you do? You always are answering the question in uh, in your practices, so what do you do? and I say, well, I'm an award winning author who helps people get more health and happiness through the power of positive play now, either they're interested or they're not, but I haven't told them anything really about what I do other than to see if they're interested because then then i then we either go we, it's kind of a close as you go along there. It's a yes or no. And then you go further.
0: Yeah. And, um, just thinking about Christina's pitch as well. She isn't going through a laundry list of different things she says and covers. It's a conversation like the best elevator pitch leads into a conversation where you are having dialogue. Like the best shows that I do on breakthrough success, it's all conversation focused. And that's the same thing about the best conversations. It's not, Uh, You're listening to someone and then, you know, you don't get to ask questions or you're just hearing on and on. There is a give and take. There is, uh, you are generating intrigue so that by the time you've got people asking you questions and you're asking them questions, it's an easier transition to, oh, I have this book or, oh, I have this course or, oh, I do this coaching. Uh, rather than just blurting it out right from the get go, I mean, a lot of this is certainly the relationship building that leads into the self promotion, in addition to the self promotion itself.
1: Yeah, and of course, ultimately, what your what a main goal is is to get contact exchange contact information because once once you have contact information, you know, either you can find me on Facebook, you do a business card, whatever, however it works out then you you can start to develop a relationship. And the relationships are where the magic is, in my opinion. It's it's really easy to sell one. I mean, no, it takes a lot to sell one book or one program. But the real value is in having a customer who loves you and will pretty much buy anything you put out, or at least consider it from your $1,000 program to your $10 book.
0: I mean, those customers are the best and it takes time to build those relationships and constantly showing up. Like if you go to a conference and you're not doing post-conference follow-up, like you missed out on that whole conference, like people, uh, like if you go to the conference thinking, Oh, I can't wait to learn all this awesome stuff. Like you're missing out on the conference. It's all about the networking. Now, I think part of the reason why people have this, uh, uneasiness when it comes to self-promotion is because. As you self promote yourself more and you get out there more, you're going to attract people who just do not like what you do at all. And they are pretty vocal about it. You get a negative review. Uh, This happens very often to like practically every single book author. Uh, So I think part of the yuckiness is you got someone who was really did not like what you had to say. How do we not let that stuff make us shrink back and just stop doing the? Uh, Self promo just because of one negative review or something like that.
1: Well, I bet you've had negative reviews. I remember oh, yeah. on your books, right? I have too. And I remember my very first negative view, review. And it was like, oh, stabbed to the heart. And then I realized this is a total, this is somebody that doesn't even know me. Mm-hmm. This is so not personal. Yeah. And what I've come to understand, uh, particularly about a negative Amazon reviews, because I've most of all, um, like 95, 98% of all of my thousand reviews of my books on on Amazon are four and five stars. So any, I read all of my negative reviews and most of the time like at 0.02% they're talking about something about the writing, but most of it's, you know, the delivery was terrible or the printing was fuzzy or I thought it was supposed to be large print or it was something that actually had nothing to do with the product itself. So what I do personally and what I coach my clients on is refrain and resist the temptation to comment on a negative review, resist it. You don't need to defend yourself. Hmm. What I do instead, if like, let's say you're an author or a YouTuber or something, I know, I'm sure that there's something where you can thumbs up almost anything. And rather than, Bounce off that negative review and have it ruin your day. Also, read it and see if there's information in there that you can use to improve your product. But thumbs up or mark as helpful in Amazon, the reviews you really do like. It's kind of like doing a Google search. The, The ones you click on push those further up on the search, just like on Amazon or YouTube. The ones that you thumbs up keep moving up to the top, and then the negative ones go down, 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 down.
0: And I really like that perspective. Like the person who reviews you, they don't know the effort you put into their product. Uh, and again, some of these reviews are very beneficial. You look at a negative review that really so the person took the effort to tell you where to improve and you improve. Uh, but again, they don't know who you are and you don't want to let that one person or a few people, detract from the positive reviews you've gotten for your work. Like how Christina mentioned almost all of her reviews are four and five stars, but no matter how good you are as an author, you will get the one star review with someone saying a very like nasty comment or something. It just happens to every single author, but uh, you just got to choose to uh, focus more on the people who love you versus the people who not so much.
1: Right. Energy goes where attention flows. And like if, if I get a negative review that says, oh, I wish I thought this was going to be large printer. I thought it was going to have this or thought it has that. If they give you something that's a negative keyword that they thought it was, if you do Amazon advertising, you can use those things as negative keywords in your Amazon ads. Or if you're a self-published author, if they're saying something they thought it was going to be this instead of that, then you can add into your Amazon sales page copy that it's this and not that, so that you don't get, so that you've kind of mitigated that problem because that's, that's where the information, so that you can dial in your metadata and keywords a little bit tighter so that more people are happy with you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, just using that feedback, again, not just for yourself, but also for the ads is a really smart strategy. Now, we've spent this episode talking about how to take the yuck out of self-promotion. Christina has been such a lovely guest, and we are going to give her the opportunity to share the stuff she is working on. So Christina, if you could share just where we can follow all of your work and just keep on following your journey.
1: Oh, thank you, Mark, and I really am enjoying our conversation, so I really appreciate you inviting me. Well, my my book series is called Yoga for the Brain, and it's profound philosophy and fun puzzle books, and you can find me at yogaforthebrain.com, and uh, my name is spelled C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and Christina Smith, you can follow me on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you want to, and Mark, is this the time to give something away?
0: Oh, that sounds really good. What do we have in store?
1: Well, because taking the yuck out of self-promotion is something that I'm so passionate about and took me years to get over and to kind of dial in that secret formula through experimenting on myself, I created an online course. And surprisingly, it's called How to Take the Yuck Out of Self-Promotion. And It's got a $497 value, and for listeners of Mark's show, I would like to offer a, give me a donation price for it if you will email me and and say I heard heard you on Mark's show, and I would love to take a look at your program and see where we go from there. So my email address is Christina, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, at ChristinaSmith.com. If you put an H in my first name, I won't get your email. So no H, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And I would love to, when you send me an email, I'll send you a link to the intro video and you can tell me if it's for you and how much you want to pay up front.
0: Wow, Uh, that is a great giveaway. Make sure you shoot Christine an email. Check out her yoga book series as well. Uh, We will have links in the show notes. Christina, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today.
1: Thank you, Mark. It was a delight to be here. I really think you're an awesome interviewer.